What's up out there, podcast world? You're now listening to Patina Co. Presents Stay With Me, and I'm your host, Dennis. And we're going to be doing something a little different today for this podcast. It's actually a recording from a previous video that I shot for my YouTube series, So You Want to Build an AD. And I had the cameras set up and rolling. And what I'm doing in my videos is basically showing people, you know, how to go about building AD from my perspective. But while I'm doing that, I like to talk to the people that's watching and I got the cameras and everything set up and I talk to the cameras. I look at the camera as if it's like a person. And so I talk to it, you know, just so I know I'm talking to the people that are viewing the episode and uh, I just have fun with it and enjoy doing it. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. It's just me yammering on, you know, telling my stories, giving my point of view on different things. And you can look forward to more of these podcasts to come so right now let's just hop right into this one we're going to make this an actual podcast as well as uh so you want to build an ad episode and what i got right here you can see is the bondo tech cloth there might be some better ones whatever but these are readily accessible and when i went to my auto body shop they were closed <laughs> So I went and got this uh, Bondo Tech Cloth from Walmart. And, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. It's a little cheaper, but it is the Bondo brand. So with the Tech Cloth, I'm just going to leave it folded up. And we're just going to do like you would do. You know, you want to do light little circles. You know, because this is like a fine grit sandpaper, pretty much, right? And what you're trying to do is pick up any lint, any debris that might have been trapped in the paint. Now, if you done sprayed some paint and you got something over top of that paint, well, it's stuck in the paint. You're going to have to go back and knock that down, right? You're going to have to sand that down to get, get it out of there. But just the dust in the air, any lint, whatnot that might be up here on your vehicle. Tack cloth will lift it and you just do like what you see I'm doing here. It's just light circles. Doesn't sound very light, but trust me, it's a light, light pressure. And the tack cloth is what it is. It's tacky and it's got you know, woven little fibers to help pick up and trap things. It's almost like a filter. Think about it like that. So what I was saying earlier, we're going to make this into a podcast as well as an actual video. And the podcast, you can hear we have other ones, which are pretty dope, you know. We got some cool guests on there. The name of my podcast is Patina Co. Presents Stay With Me, streaming on platforms. You can catch that on Apple iTunes, Podbean app for those of you who are not Apple users. You can also catch it on Spotify. There's a couple other companies. They approach me and they're like, yo, let's put your stuff on the thing. I'm just like, you know, I'm not trying to spread myself all out like that. Like, if you catch it, you catch it. I just gave you the three places where you can catch it, you know. But then there's other podcasting, streaming sites that just have it. Like, and you can listen to it. And which doesn't bother me. I don't care. You know, it's getting heard. Cool. 
You know what I mean? It's bringing somebody to the page, bringing somebody into the fold. So here's what I got to say to you guys. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, all you have to do is hit me up and let me know. My podcast isn't just for somebody. It's for everybody. You know why? Because I'm nobody. I'm just a guy in a little garage building cool ass trucks. <laughs> and just like you guys and girls, right? You're out there in your garage, you're at home, and you're building your badass vehicle, man. And if you want to tell your story on how you got into hot rodding or why you enjoy hot rodding or whatever, man, hit me up. If you're not following the Instagram page, you can find me on Instagram at Patina Code. Poop, right there. I'm trying to be a YouTuber now, right? Because they be like all slick and sly and they say, click the link and they point and then their shit comes up, right? But hit me up on YouTube. You know, Patina Code. That's all you got to do. Go to YouTube and type in Patina Code and then whatever videos we have up there on Patina Code comes up. But like I've been saying, you want to feature your ride on Patina Code's Instagram page? I want you on there to show other people what it is that you're doing. And I do like a little bio on your vehicle and just tell them whatever information that you feel like you want to share. I put that up there, man, for people to, to check out, man. And you know, you mean, there's people, you might think you're like, you're the only one building this certain thing, but there might be somebody doing the exact same thing you're doing. You just don't know. And that's my deal is to, to, to reach out and, connect people and people connect with me and then everything's cool. You know what I mean? You can also find me on Facebook, my Facebook page. Again, you just type in patina code and then it'll take you to the, the Facebook page and everything is there for you guys to see. I try to keep uh, a current feed on what's going on. I've been lately just kind of, Man, just trying to hammer out this truck, you know, because uh, I want to have it done. Of course, I want to have it done this year and I want to have it done for some of the events so that I can vendor at the events and, you know, push my product, which, you know, my product right now <laughs> is only T-shirts. But, you know, vendor products, champion cooling systems, Joe's racing products, LS fabrication, of course. Right. So. It's going to be, this truck's going to be cool, like, for what it is. It's going to be cool, and it's going to serve its purpose. It's going to have a, this is a purpose-built vehicle right here. Um, and it's going to serve its purpose, and shit, I'm going to be using it. I'm going to be driving it. You know, I'm going to be riding all over it. It's going to be like my daily driver. And I'm going to have a guy come out and do the old-school hand-painted signage on it. Make it look authentic, right? So basically, I want to make the truck look like, so this is a 52. I want to make it look like, okay, it's 1962 now, right? And now this guy that has a shop, that has a store, it's got this truck and he's using it for a shop truck. And that's 
that's the theme. That's the deal behind this whole build. Okay, so now we've got, I see one spot up here that could probably use some spot putty. But I ain't gonna lie to you, man. We ain't putting spot putty up there. I'm just gonna, I mean, it's just a, it's a baby spot, man. Like you wouldn't even know it if, unless I point it out to you. So we're just gonna spray a little heavy there and let the paint go in. Now, when you do that kind of thing, like if you got an actual crevice or something, you can't just spray paint, spray, 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 spray in that crevice because it's always gonna show up because you're still, you know, hitting paint around that crevice. And it's going to keep coming up and the indention is always still going to be there. But, you know, there, I mean, there's a couple little things I can do, a couple little tricks. We got everything looking pretty good. So now what I'm going to do now, we just hit it with the tack cloth. Now we're going to get the microfiber cloth out and the alcohol. Get this wiped down so we can go ahead and finish out our greenage. Because you can see, you know, it's green, then it fades to the primer underneath, right? So... Let me get the microfiber cloth and the alcohol. We'll clean that up. Gotta walk around. I should have been better prepared. <laughs> but that's just how it goes. All right. So microfiber cloth. A real microfiber cloth, not that old fuzzy stuff. Get you a real microfiber cloth and get you a good spray bottle. It's alcohol, man. Alcohol's potent, man. And just get it wiped down. And you'll see, you know, the alcohol is gonna evaporate rather quickly. And you'll be ready to do your, your painting soon as you get it all wiped up and you make sure that you know it's evaporated and it's pretty nice out right now it's actually March but it's like 65 degrees in here right now so <laughs> there's no better time than now to do the painting you know what I mean you can't ask for nothing better than that. So, yeah, we get this all wiped down. Alcohol on him. Oh, alky. Man, that shit's potent, too. Man, you couldn't find alcohol, you know, in the virus times. People was... I went to a store... You know, I was I wasn't even tripping off of it. It's kind of like the toilet paper deal. I went to the store, get a thing of alcohol. There was nothing. I was like, what? Right? Because I needed to paint some shit. I don't care about no damn virus. I'm trying to paint some shit. I wasn't even aware. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I wasn't aware. <laughs> and the alcohol's gone. I, I went to the store. I guess I look like the damn fool of the day because I went up there to the lady. I'm like, yo. Uh, when you guys gonna get some more alcohol? And she's like, sir, that's one of the high demand items. And even once we do get it, you'll only be limited to two. I was like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? 
And then I guess, you know, it finally everything fell into place. I'm like, hey, everybody's using the alcohol as sanitizer. It got so bad, man, the liquor stores didn't even have any alcohol. You know what I mean? They ain't talking about beer. You know, they ain't have nothing because people was using that. Man, I can tell you for a fact. My dad went to the liquor store. He bought them jokers out. He bought all the Everclear out of the liquor store because he couldn't find no alcohol. I'm like, Dad, man, you gonna be riding around and, <laughs> you know, you get pulled over just, you know, and then they're gonna smell that shit. They're gonna think you're drinking and driving, man. He's like, shit. Nah, man. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna get him on and uh, have him tell this story about that, you know. But, okay, we're just going to give this a second. And to speed up the process, we're going to hit it with some air, some high-pressure air. And that's just to, uh, in case there's a crevice I didn't get. because you know air is water so you're spritzing water out every time you shoot air but it looks like everything is uh dry so let's commence to our spraying and like i said this is an ultra matte rust-oleum that's what it is and my deal was i wanted to find the ugliest weirdest color to paint my truck <laughs> because it's a it's a rat rock you know what I mean? Sort of, kind of, right? So, and I wanted something that looked like it was from back in the old days. And this color happens to be, I don't know if I should tell you what color it is. Because some people are going to be like, oh, that's boring. I don't like that color. But then some people are like, I want that color too. But no, I'm just messing around. It's Joshua Tree. Rust-Oleum Joshua Tree. And so we're going to commence the spraying. You know, just light burst and why I like the the mats and the flats is because it can and will hide imperfections because you don't have the gloss to magnify those imperfections see I just sprayed a little bit extra there that was where there was a, a baby spot that I'd seen that I was talking about earlier that probably nobody else would ever see <laughs> So we're just coating this thing right now. Just a light, you know, light little burst. Let the truck know, okay, we're getting paint on us. Here's a light little mist. Uh, it's more than a mist, but for those of you who can see what I'm doing, you see what's up. And then we'll come back after this dries and we'll hit it again with the old tacker. And then again with the alky and microfiber cloth and you notice how far i'm staying back from it and not right up on it that's the biggest problem with people with painting any kind of paint you get the runs that way when you're too close all right so this can done because i've been using it to go around the rest of the truck We'll let that dry down and I'm gonna get 
out of this area because for some reason this ultra mat whew, it packs a, a stench it's pungent so i let that dry and then we'll get back at it so one of the other things that we've done is ran all of our wires we got all our wires laid out for this truck and where they're going to be going where they are going to end up in their uh designated area we got the tail light wires ran we got our sub wires we got our fuse box main power wire got that ran we have the headlights ran signal lights wires ran we have our air ride all of our air ride tubing is ran and it's hidden all inside the truck Nothing's gonna protrude from the front of the truck. You won't see anything up front, no wires, anything. The distributor wires ran. The only thing that you're gonna see coming off of the firewall will be the mechanical choke. And why I choose to go with the mechanical choke over the electric choke is because it never fails. When you need the electric choke to work, it does not. Something always goes wrong. So, <laughs> I run the manual choke, you know, plus it's old school, you know. I'm not stuck on just everything being old school, but old school works better sometimes. And for this application, old school choke is gonna work good. You know, the Elderbrock choke cable that I use gives you way more length than you need. So I could actually run that underneath and out to the top they reach up to the carburetor but once you start putting the bends and kinks in it it gets a little harder to pull so it's just as easy to go from the dash straight out the firewall to the carburetor hook it up and you got easy pull and you got retraction you can just slide back and forth and you don't have that binding effect with the uh mechanical choke for some of you who might have used the mechanical choke before and you had it wound around something it becomes hard to pull you know, because that cable's laying up against that little, you know, the, the coil, you know. So it's it's hard to, because uh, the cable, the sheath, I guess you would say, you know, it's like coiled. And that cable rubs across there, creates friction, and it, it can make it, um, you know, a little tight if it's got a bunch of bends and turns. So I'm just going to go out one end, out the other, you know, the easiest way is like they say point A to point B straight line. So that's what we're going to be doing with the choke. And that'll be the only thing that you'll see protruding from the firewall of this truck. And that's just a personal preference. You know, if you like the electric choke, go for it, you know. But for me, especially on this, you know, I got so many wires tucked and ran and hidden in this truck. It's like, wow, I don't want to put two more wires in it. You know what I mean? So we got everything that we've needed as far as power supply ran for our truck we got the starter uh let's see yeah we got the starter wires ran the only one i got one wire left to run and that will be for the horn and that's you know it'll come back up through the a pillar down the b pillar and then out through the bottom side here on our floor that's what this is about and we're going to put another one in and they'll run underneath the truck and out to the front so everything's going to be lined up the way that we want it to go and the neutral safety switch is wired up 
everything's wired. There's everything. We got all of our wires. All I need to do is plug in the wire and harness, fuse box. We're good to go. Shove a battery in here, add some fuel, draw some air, hit spark. It's going to start up and run, man. So I like the old school Chevy motor, you know, not a knock on the LS because I'm considering doing the LS on uh, the Biscayne. For those of you who know, I got a 66 Chevy Biscayne. For those of you who don't know, I have a 66 Chevy Biscayne. And uh, one thing I do know for sure is that it's going to be supercharged. And then I can already hear, why not turbo? Well, yeah, supercharged, old school. Turbo is old school too, you know, but supercharged, it, you know, there's nothing like it. So I want to do that and keep it kind of like nostalgic, you know what I mean? So that's what's up with that car. And uh, that's going to be probably the next project after we finish building trench coat here. We'll just have to see, you know what I mean? So right now we're looking at the paint and it's drying down pretty good. Like I said, it's warm out here, but we're going to let it, you know, go ahead and flash. There's a little bit more. I see it needs to flash over and then we can hit it again and then let that cure or dry and then hit it with the tack and get everything ready for its uh, final coating. And then we'll move to the backside here. It's still in primer. It's been wiped down. It's ready to go. I'm going to have to wipe it down again. Since we've been painting up front, you know, the paint dust, it will circulate its way around and land on here. And then you'll have, you know, little imperfections that, you know, you don't want. You know, even though we're just spray painting, you still want it to look nice, right? You know, because when people look like, when they look at the trucks, we're out. They're like, who painted this? I'm like, I did. And they're like, oh, what'd you use? I'd be like, spray paint. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, nah, man, I ain't bullshitting. I'm like, I ain't got no reason to lie. <laughs> if anything, I'm be like, oh, yeah, you know, I used the PPG, you know. You know. And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with having or being a professional painter that has all the guns and the tools and all the cool shit that it takes to use a spray gun to lay down an awesome finish. Now, I'm not knocking that at all because that shit is awesome. But it's awesome to a point because, you know, a lot of people are like, eh, I don't know if I want to take my car out today. It's like, what? Well, it might rain at three. I'm like, okay, it's eight. You know, <laughs> I mean, hell, but okay. But yeah, you know me, I, I'm, I'm not into that, man. I'm, I'm riding, man. Like I just said earlier, I'm riding. So, but I mean, it's cool to have something that's super ultra nice. And, and that's been like your dream car and your dream goal. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. So I hope nobody gets offended, you know, by me just telling my story because I'm not knocking anybody that wants to have to really beautiful shiny paint and i have nothing against those cars because i grew up on the shiny ultra finished like real life metal flaked vehicles you know my dad used to drag race and we went to a lot of drag races and you know you would see these cars that were going down the track you know 
and the paint jobs look better than cars at car shows. You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit, you know what I mean? But then we go to car shows and you would see all these really nice, just radical paint jobs. And, you know, a lot of the paint jobs from the 70s stand out because they got into that whole kind of like psychedelic type look and uh, feel to the vehicles. And then, of course, you got the the you know, cherry burgundies and cranberry colored cars and then the ultra silvers and just you know pristine vehicles and they're bad ass so and i appreciate them i know me though like i don't know man i'm driving my shit and that's why i can't see you know spending that kind of money on something and then i take it out and some fool pulls out in front of me or you know i i i I'd scratch my own shit. I'm waxing, polishing it. I scratch it with my belt buckle. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, it's, um, you know, but like new cars, got new cars, you know, you know, new modern cars, and they got nice paint jobs on them from the factory. And you protect them and keep them looking good so that the car looks good. But you still end up driving it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and I know where I was going with that is I know when a rock flies up off the concrete truck or the dump truck, you know, and it's like, Pack! and I'm like, shit, you know what I mean? So you don't even think about the dent that might be there. You're thinking about, oh, I just scratched my truck up. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, kudos to anybody that has a badass car that is painted with the, the $10,000 paint job that actually drives it, you know, shit. Yeah, man do it you know and uh more power to you for sure for sure for sure but you know patina ride that's the way to go <laughs> so i'm just looking over everything um right now like i say we're waiting for that to flash and we're about to that point and now we're gonna uh attack up here on the back side where the corner windows i call them sight windows because it's a five window cab and <laughs> that's the other thing that behooves me with oh you know with the 80s they call it five window all right that's cool and all that but actually it's not five windows because okay so you got the two in the front it's a split window that's two and then depending on the year you got vent windows so that's two more so now you're at four then you got your regular door windows that's two more that's six then you got the back window makes seven and then you got the two sight windows corner windows that's nine windows so depending on what it is it's either a nine window or seven window but they chose to go with five window okay. you know and that's fine because i make up names for all kinds of shit like if you guys are around it you know Nikki and I, we talk, we have our own language. We sound like some aliens and shit. We'll be talking just some crazy shit. And, you know, you wouldn't understand what the hell we're saying, but we know what each other's saying. You know, it's weird. And it's not even real words. It's like made up words. But you got to remember, I've been with her for, you know, 18 years. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> 17 years, though, just talking communicating somebody says something yeah that's funny and then we just use that and throw it into our 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 lingo you know what i mean but anyway 
let's get to what we got going on next for this truck, which is going to be after we get the sound deadener uh, painted over. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm doing. Like, I'm spraying the paint. I don't cover it up or nothing. And if it gets, you know, overspray and stuff on it, who cares? I don't care. But once we get through painting the inside of the cab, let me get get back to, to seriousness here. Once we get done with getting the inside of the cab done, which that's going to be done tonight, then we're going to start work on the outside of the cab. We have to mend the area that's between the upper cow and the new lower cow panels that we put on. And that's, um, you know, it was lead fill. It was a lead fill. And we're, of course, not going back with lead fill. We're going to use uh, sheet metal, body metal, to to do that and make things straight. And then, of course, we're going to have to smear coat it. We're going to have to cover it with some Bondo filler, whatever you want to call it. We're going to have to smear that on there to uh, hide where we were working and then get everything leveled out. And um, after that, it'll be time to get everything taped off because this week I'm working on the doors and getting them all pulled apart, getting all the rusty junk out of them. I got the parts over here to, to put everything back in them and get them working correctly. But we've got one sanded down. We need to sand down the other one. And once that one's uh, sanded down, then we can start to uh, do the mending on them. There's uh, the passenger door. I didn't know at the time, but you know, there's a couple holes in the bottom. So we're going to be cutting out a section of door, replacing that. Just some regular body work type stuff. And these are 1947 doors. I do not want to do vent windows anymore. I've done enough vent windows from 67 through 72s. I'm just sick of doing them. And, and in my opinion, this is my opinion, the 67 through 72 looks the best with the vent window. I don't like it with the one-piece glass. That's just my opinion. But with that said, it sucks doing vent window rubber, installing those little rivets, and it's a mess, man. It's <laughs> it Just plainly put, it sucks. And me, though, I like having all of the original seals back in the vehicle whether it be rat rod patina rod straight rod i don't you know obviously in the straight ride you would put it back you know but rat rod patina rod i go back with new rubber through the windshield the doors wind lace all of it because i mean like i've been saying i hate to keep beating a dead horse but I drive these things. So if I get caught in the rain, I don't want to be, well, shit, we're going to have to park here until it stops raining because I don't want water coming in on me. You know, rat riding is cool. Rat riding is the shit. But at the same time, it ain't no fun. It ain't cool when you out there and all of a sudden it was a 90 degree day and then all of a sudden it just turns black on your ass and you're getting hit with gale force winds and sheets of rain ain't nothing fun about that man ain't nothing fun about that so yeah and another dead horse subject you know <laughs> the heater uh, the heater's not in there to, to keep me warm you know we throw on some car horse if we want to stay warm but the heater's in there to produce the defrost to keep 
the fog off the window when you get caught in the rain, as well as the wipers to keep the windshields clean. You can run Rain-X and that should have worked for a while, but then eventually it stops working. And let me tell you, it sucks to get that off. I had a uh, 72, uh, it wasn't a 72, I think it was a 70. At any rate, I'd gotten 70 truck and uh, the owner was like, yeah, all we ran is uh, Rain-X. The wiper motor stopped working and, you know, we just run Rain-X on it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And the windshield was in really good shape. It happened to be a, a, a tenant one, you know, where it had the sun tent down, pretty far down on the upper part of the windshield. And I was like, cool, I'm saving this windshield. But I got it home and I was going to work on it and drive it at the same time. It was a running driving vehicle man and i had a uh, an extra wiper motor here that i'd pulled from one that was in working condition so i was going to put that in and man let me tell you to clean that windshield it took so much effort i had to use gasoline to get that shit off of there i mean it just you know i put i put this one stuff on there it's called um orange glow so it's a citrus cleaner that didn't touch it i was like damn Finally, I was just like, well, I ain't got nothing else to lose. I, you know, I had it on some uh, some saw horses with the foam around them, you know, and the windshield laying up there. And I threw some gasoline on there, man. So I used gasoline and one of those uh, inspection sticker scraper razor deals. And you could see it just pulling it off of the film. It was red roll up on the razor blade as I was uh, getting that off. And then once we got it downed, you know, to where I thought we were down to the glass, hit it with the orange cleaner, and then that picked up the rest of it. But man, I don't know how many years, you know, this gentleman had been using Rain-X on this, but it built up a film and it, it just, you know, it it wasn't even working. Like it, it got to the point where it wasn't even repelling the water. So that's the thing with Rain-X. And that's not to talk bad about Rain-X or anything about that company, you know, I'm just telling you an experience that I had with someone that used a lot of Rain-X. Um, eventually, it gets to the point where it doesn't work anymore, and then you decide, well, I'm going to clean my windshield. So, yeah, well, it's a lot easier said than done. And that was my experience with it. If my wiper went out and I was 100 miles from home, ain't no question. I'm going to the truck stop, get me some Rain-X. Drive my windshield off, throw the rain axe on that so I'm and get my ass home. But as soon as I get home, we're going to get that shit off of there, get a new wiper motor, and get our wipers back to working. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're still waiting. Uh, we're at the flashpoint. So we're going to go ahead and hit the dash one more time, and then we'll move to the back of the cab. And uh, then we'll have this whole inside of our cab done for the day, which that's a pretty good accomplishment. And once again, you know, you can check out the actual video to this podcast on the Patinico YouTube channel. So you want to build an AD powered by LS Fabrication. <laughs> and my guys, man, Chris and Chris, you know, I don't shout, you know, I need to shout out some other people, though, that sits, you know, behind the scenes and in the scenes and you know, fighting for Patina Code, representing Patina Code. You got my guy, Greg Got. you know, Joe's Racing Products. You know, he's got a badass, he's got a badass rat rod, you know. 
And you got Champion Cooling Systems, which rocking with Patina Code. I am a dealer for Champion Cooling Systems. We are kind of seeing how things are going with this whole show. So how I'm able to get out and, you know, make money as a dealer for Joe's Racing Products and for Champion Cooling Systems, LS Fabrication is to go out in the show. So like when you see one of my vehicles with these products on it, you'd be like, hey, where'd you get that? I'd be like, shit, I got it right here. That's the purpose of this truck, right? So that's why the name of it is Trench Coat because it's gonna have the side job boxes on it. And we got a trailer to match, which I don't know if we're gonna get the trailer done this year because I think what I'm gonna have to do is, it's not on the actual frame. It's, it's, a, it's a homemade frame with the job boxes and the bed sides on it. What I want to do is get another AD frame and set the bed on there. So that way everything would be at the same ride height as the, the truck, you know, and I don't want to pull up with the trailer kind of nose down, you know, looking stupid. So, you know, everything's got to be right. But the whole point of the name of the truck, which is trench coat, which one of, one of my other people, you know, he came up with that name and we're going to get this guy on here. His name's John. Uh, he goes by Phantom 309 Wagon um, on Instagram. And, man, that dude's a riot, man. And I can't wait because we're, we're, we're setting up a date to where we're going to ride our bikes out and we're going to meet. He's in Indiana, of course. I'm in Missouri. We're going to meet midway and just to have lunch on some cool friend shit. You know what I mean? Just to be like, yo, homie, you know what I mean? Because we, we hung out last year. And when I showed up, we had a... a a surprise birthday party we showed up to and that was cool and that's when i met him and we got the vibe and then shit you know and he's cool man he comes on my live feed on instagrams you know and he comes on there and everybody just cracks up he's like a, a natural comedian man dude something else man but yeah we were talking and i was like i need a name for this truck back when i you know back in august when i pulled this truck in here and uh we were just going over names and he was like trench coat. And I was like, cause I told him about the job box. I'm put job box on the side. And that's perfect because when you open up, you got, you got to think about somebody we were talking about it. It's like, you know, the old school hustler back in New York city had a trench coat on. He opens up his trench coat and he's got a bunch of watches hanging from his trench coat for you to sell rings and watches and bracelets and shit, you know, so picture that scene. Yeah, I'm sure somebody, you guys, most of you've seen that kind of a scene in a movie. Guy opens up trench coat and he's got everything in it. Now, you know, nowadays guy opens up trench coat. He's got, you know, artillery in there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's how we came up with the name for the truck. And it's hashtag Missouri Trench because I was going to, you know, you hashtag trench coat and then all comes, you know. All type of things come up with trench coats, people in trench coats, trench coats for sale. Missouri Trench ain't nothing coming up except for the build of this truck, which is trench coat. Well, he's Missouri Trench. And that's the meaning because we're going to have the job box on the side. So those are like when you open up a trench coat, you know, you're going to have all the products in there for sale. And that was the whole thing. And it was perfect how that came about. Man, that was just awesome. And I just, as soon as he said that, I fell in love with it because I knew it was going to work for this truck. I just knew it was going to work. And it, it's, it's, I, I'm excited about the truck. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. And I can't wait to get it done and get it out there and, and show it and use it. You know, it's, like I said earlier, it's going to be a purpose 
built vehicle. It's not just to take the shows and set up so that I can vendor out of it. Once again, though, I want to give a shout out to another person that's, and I don't do this enough. I don't shout out everybody, man. People shout me out all the time and I've been busy. I don't be ignoring people. I was just, man, there's a lot of stuff going on, but, uh, Escuela Veja and Escuela Veja Garage. It's got another page, you know, he has been rooting for Patina Code for a minute, man. And we got a real cool interview we did with him last year uh, and just his take on things. I'm going to have to get him on for a podcast. I got him, you know, he's, he, you know, when he gets time, he's busy too. You know, he's building this big shop and he's building this big badass rat rod four by four. It's cool, man. You guys check him out. He's on Instagram, but Squela Veja. He's 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 doing his thing. He's out there in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And I remember when I first talked to him, I couldn't even say Escuela Veja. You know, now I say it like I'm from there, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Eric. This his name is you know Eric's cool, man. And he's he's like, bro, he, he you know he's encouraging. He's like, you know, keep doing your thing, and. Uh, I appreciate his support. I appreciate everybody's support. You know, you guys out there, you guys, a lot of you send me messages and and I hit you back. Right now, I'm in this, this mist of this really great weather. So I've been digging, man. I've been digging like NASCAR driver. Keep digging. I'm digging, man. I'm digging. So we're trying to get this thing done. I get a good set of days. You know, I take advantage. I don't. You know, this is all I do every day. I go to work, I come home, see what's up with the little ones, little ones, hang out with them for a minute. They like, Dad, can we go outside? I say, yeah, you can come on outside. They come outside, they go out in the backyard and they play. They out there playing. I'm out here grinding. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, and I appreciate my family for letting me do this whole patina coat thing because I am away from them a lot. I'm with them, but I'm away from them. I'm out here. And they all know, you know, that this is what's going on out here. I'm not just shutting myself off from them. They're welcome. All of them, they're welcome to come out here in the garage and hang out. They ain't got to pick up tools. They ain't got to do shit. They can just come out, hang out, and watch my ass. If they want to sit down there on the stools and watch and talk, that's cool, too. I ain't going to force my kids to do anything they don't want to do. I want them to build, but if they don't want to... I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. That's their life. If they don't want to know how to do it. I'm not going to force them because only thing is going to happen is they're going to get hurt. Same thing with sports. I don't force them to play sports and do all this stuff. They're out there in the backyard. I see them hitting the baseball. I see them throwing. I see them playing basketball, soccer. And I'm like, man, you guys are pretty stout. You know, you want to play sports? And they say, no. I say, okay, that's the end of the story. I'm not forcing my kids into a sport because once again, same thing I happened. Either they're going to hurt somebody or they're going to get themselves hurt because they're really not into it and they're not paying attention, not taking instruction. And then on top of that, you know, sports is a shit ton of money. Well, you know what? Wheels and tires are a shit ton of money. So if they don't want to play sports, cool. I can buy more wheels and tires for my ride. <laughs> but seriously, though, man, like they and I ask them, I'll, I'll ask them, you know, I keep asking them. I'm like, hey, you want to play soccer? You want to do that? No. All right, cool. You don't want to go try out? They having tryouts? No. Okay, cool. All right. And that's it. So, But the minute they say they want to do some shit, then we on it. We're going to do it. 
And if they get into it, well, then my building might come to a halt because I want to be there and, and let the coaches coach them. But I'm going to be there watching them, cheering them on, rooting them on, come out here, be in the backyard, doing whatever it is that they're doing. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a part of that with them and then keep them, get their shield, <laughs> their shield, keep their skills sharp. <laughs> and uh, I'll come out here and play with them because I still, you know, I'll run around. I'll be, I'm still riding skateboards. I'm damn near 45 years old. You know what I mean? I ain't no Tony Hawk or nothing like that. But shit, man, I'll be out here doing whatever because if I can let my kids see me doing cool shit, then that's going to encourage them to do cool shit without me having to encourage them to do cool shit. They're just going to take it upon themselves. They're going to be like, hey, I can be like, Dad, I'm going to ride the skateboard. I'm going to ride this bike. I'm going to jump this creek. I'm going to do whatever. You know what I mean? That's how I look at things. So, yeah, man. So check out them guys, man. I just told you about on Instagram. And, uh, you know, they got it going on, man. They got it going on. And I appreciate everybody's support. And, you know, there's one thing, though, you know, like with the YouTube series. If, you know, and it don't matter. It's going to happen. You could be the most perfect. No flaw. No, no there's always going to be somebody that's going to have something to say. And that's fine because that's just the way it is. But that's the thing. Like, that shit don't move me. I don't care, you know, for, you know, I get it on the video, you know, there's a lot of videos where there's nothing, you know, no thumbs down. Then there's a couple videos come out there, there's, get a thumbs down, get a thumbs down here. Okay, that's cool. But if you're going to, you know, put a thumbs down, at least tell me why you rated as such. Like, let me know. I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that's, that takes criticism hard at all. Because I'm still learning all this shit. And anybody out here doing all this shit and think they can't learn nothing and they know everything, you're a damn lie. You can learn. If you're thinking you can't learn nothing and you know everything, then you're a fool. That's just what it is. So if you, if you see something in one of my videos, you can thumbs down it. I don't care. But leave your explanation. I'm not going to you know, search you out, seek you out, and blow you out in front of everybody or try to make a scene or talk crazy to you. No, just let me know why you say it's thumbs down. That way I can go back and reiterate. Or if you got a suggestion, tell me. I'm not opposed to taking any suggestions, any help. Anybody wants to help me, I'm all for it. Now, that don't mean I'm going to do a shit, but I'm willing to listen to somebody, especially if they can show me what they're trying to tell me is better than the way that I'm doing it. You damn right, 100%, I'm rolling with that now. You know what I mean? I'm not the type of person that's going to try to come at you because you didn't like my video. You can thumbs down it, but tell me why. I mean, I'm still going to keep doing my thing, you know. And, you know, for every one thumbs down, there's 10 thumbs up, which is the whole point. I'm not trying to reach everybody. I don't... I'm not trying to get paid off of this. Like, I'm already set to, and that's not to say I'm some rich guy. I'm just saying, I'm already comfortable and secure in my lifestyle. And that's not to say that I don't want more. 
but I'm not doing YouTube and all this stuff to get rich because there's a false story behind that. You know, you don't get rich off YouTube. <laughs> you know, you better ask somebody about that shit. You don't get rich off of that. But if money comes, so be it. I'm going to take it and just add it to the pot. Right. But I'm not in this for money. I'm in this to show somebody that, hey, I'm just a regular guy off the street that never went to school or anything for any training for any of this shit. I just started learning how to do it. And that's not to say anything bad about people that went to school to learn how to do this. More power to you, because I wish I would have. In real life, I wish I would have went to tech school or body school or welding school. I wish I would have done that shit, but I didn't. But I knew I wanted to do this. So then I started learning how to do it. And these videos and all the stuff I do is just for the common day person that's just looking to see like, okay, cool. He did that. I can do it. Oh, he's showing me how to do this. Oh, hell, cool. That's the only thing. So when I reach someone, I'm not trying to reach everyone. I'm trying to reach someone. And I've reached a lot of someones. And I feel my job is done. It's not done. I'm going to keep doing stuff. But I mean, you know what I mean? I feel like I've accomplished something. And that's all that matters to me. And that's it. That's what it is. You know what I mean? And on the other note, yeah, I got some people's like, yo, you know, you're going to set up a Patreon account or nice and that? No, I'm not going to do that because here's the thing. I just told you, <laughs> I'm not doing this for money. I'm not going to charge you to try to watch my videos or have exclusive content. I don't have enough time to make exclusive content on top of the content that I'm already making. You know, the thing is, if you want to support me and you want to donate to Patina Code, because any money that I receive under Patina Code goes back into Patina Code. It doesn't go into Dennis's pocket. Because my whole thing is trying to make Patina Code more than what it is right now. I'm trying to make it like a actual brand. It's a brand, but I mean like a, a knowing brand. You hear the name Patina Code, you're like, hell yeah, that's the shit. Right? So, I'm lucky that some people have come along and seen, you know, what I've done and where I started and how it's been. And, uh, you know, they're on board with Patina Code. And they're, they're rolling with it, these companies, you know, and it's all 100, you know, and if you want to contribute to Patina Code as far as, because there's a lot of people like, hey, can we donate or not? That's cool. But if you want to donate to me, just go on my store and buy a t-shirt. That's good enough for me, man. Like I told you, I ain't trying to get rich. I don't care about money. Well, I care about money, but I don't care about money. I ain't no money hungry, money grubbing. I don't, you know, at the end, man, that shit don't matter, man. You can have all the money. Look at how many people there are. Rich as hell end up killing themselves. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> you know, once you get to a certain point, you can do whatever you want in life. There's nothing else left to do except for die. So you're like, well, I ain't dying fast enough. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, shit, man. What the hell? You know what I mean? So that's the bottom line. 
end of story, at the end of it all, we're, we're all going to die. That's just, that's it. The richest person in the world cannot live forever. And that's just how it is. We already know this. So, like I said, if you want to donate to me, that's cool. Just buy a t-shirt or buy a product that's out of my store. Actually, right now, we don't have any of the products in my store because <laughs> I got products here, but I haven't put them in my store site because, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to see how things are going with this whole virus thing, you know, and that's how I make the money off the sales of products would be to go out in the world at shows, seeing things, people see it, they want it. I got it. They can buy it, you know, but I'm going to start uploading the products that I do have for sale, putting them on my store because that's the whole point of being a business is to sell products, especially when you see me using them and you want them, you know, right now I got to direct you to do, you know, direct you to the manufacturer of that product and they get to claim all the glory. Right. And that's fine because that's, again, I don't care about the money. I don't care. You know, you, people hit me up. Yeah, you got LS Fab stuff in your store? I'm like, nope, but you can hit them up and use the patina code discount. All you got to do is type in patina code at checkout and you get your 10% off all sheet metal panels made by LS Fabrication. And by now, most of you know what those are, but we'll go over them. You can get the firewall, the tow boards, the door panels, radio delete, gas fill delete. You can get the tunnel trans tunnel which is that's badass you know that's a sheet metal panel so there's a lot of things you can do i can't help you out on the other things like the billet dashes and billet door handles i can't do nothing for you on that but sheet metal 10 percent off man all you gotta do is type in patina code get your 10 percent off discount through ls fabrication so i think that's gonna wrap it up guys We've had a good talk, man. We've had a good talk. My paint's dried. It's past the flashpoint. <laughs> so I need to get on that and then get to the backside of the cab here. And look forward to hearing more of the podcast. I'm getting back in it. I'm in the spirit, man. I'm back in the spirit. We're going to jam. We're going to knock this thing out. I had to get the truck caught up to the point of where I am for the YouTube series. I didn't want to be doing a whole bunch of videos on my progression because I'm progressing every day on this truck, but I didn't, there's people that are actually like really following the build and I didn't want to have the spoiler of what I've already done. Even though I wouldn't be going into detail of how it's done, then they would see the ending before they got to it and that would kind of ruin it for people. So I hope that you guys there, you know, on Instagram understand that because you, I know you guys are used to me posting everyday progress. Like when we was doing zero, it was every day. Every day for a year and a half, there was I, I was on there. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, I took a different approach this time, went with the YouTube, and we built that up. We've got our uh, subscriber count up. We've got, you know, I did monetize it. So some of the videos do have commercials. And uh, like I say, ain't about the money, but it's about the money. Like if I can get money off of doing it without asking you for money, well, shit, why wouldn't I? Right? Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? So that's the deal on that. But I appreciate you guys checking me out. And if you want to support, like I just said, you want to donate money, that's awesome, man. Go to my Equit store. Patinico LLC.equit.com. Pick you up a t-shirt. And uh 
that's how you support Patina Code. And I appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening. Stay with me.